What is definitely an advantage is when you have Tourette Syndrome, uh, us... They sometimes don't take in consideration, like, okay, people have maybe Tourette's or like have disabilities or whatever, and they just, yeah, ignore it and then just go on a power trip. All right, welcome back. We're here with another guest. Actually, it's the same guest, first time, um, coming a uh, second time, actually. Um, this is yeah. Bill, everybody. Bill from hey guys. HBP Design. Yeah. So we had the pleasure of like talking to you. I think it's like a month or two months ago or even longer. I, I don't even know. It's like it's been a while. Or Yeah, I think it's around two to three months. Yeah. And, uh, you guys were my first. So. Oh, there we go. We're <laughs> your second too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Sean is pulling up currently like your profile and there was a couple surprises because I did not know in the beginning. And obviously, you're doing like the SEO marketing and you're from Austria or introduce yourself. Yeah, 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 sure. Uh, so for everybody who is not following me, please follow me now. And uh, <laughs> second of all, yeah, I live in Austria, a little bit outside of Vienna, the capital of Austria. And um, that's the country without the kangaroos. So just to get your geography straight. And originally, I'm from Switzerland. I moved here around 12 years ago and, yeah, doing my thing ever since. Yeah. And, yeah, second time with you guys. Yeah, so you do again. the Thank you very much. You do the freelance work or and you do like full... Yeah, I'm uh, full-time employed at a company here in the town outside of Vienna. And I'm actually there in the, in the marketing department as well as I have uh, made my own little agency last October. And yeah, so I basically work two jobs. One is uh, to get in a steady income and one is uh, pure pleasure. You guys guess which is which. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can relate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess I'll lead this a little, a little bit because I kind of I had the idea and I was like so surprised. Like um, after we met, you know, I did not know, but you made a post, and that was like kind of shocking for Sean because he did not know and I did not know. And I first was like, "You're joking, or you're making fun of that," you know, because like I couldn't believe it, you know. <laughs> and this is now like um, a little bit a themed episode because I think we should shine some hope and like a little bit more insight on a condition that is called Tourette, you know, and. What? Yeah, so can you break down what it is and what was your post? Yeah, I think uh, the post you are relating to was a story post. And I remember you were like, hey, are you making fun? Because a lot of people are making fun. So I kind of uh, revealed to you that I'm actually having this Tourette syndrome. So to just quickly recap for everybody out there who does not understand what it is, uh, or first, let's just say, a lot of people make fun about it because these are the guys that go shopping and call everybody a cunt or a dick. Sorry, I hope you don't have to censor that, but <laughs> I do not. Just a disclaimer. I do not. If I say it, I mean it. Yeah. But uh, just out of fun, I usually say like, hey, guy, I have Tourette syndrome, so uh, don't stress. Yeah. Um, so what it is, it's actually it's kind of an, uh, an impulse in your brain that triggers certain ticks, uh, which can be like this. So if you like watch me, everybody who's watching on YouTube right now, don't please do not focus on my eyes right now because it stresses me for the upcoming episode. And I will do it even more often. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, there are a couple of ticks with the eyes. Some do like that, like uh, regularly. Some do like sounds like. Mm -hmm. uh, and for me, it has been like uh, mostly the blinking eye. 
which is not that terrible because a lot of people blink with the eye. And but also I make sounds, and especially I do make these sounds when I shouldn't. So for example, when I used to be in high school, uh, when there was an exam and it was like quiet as fuck, um, I was the one who had something to say in that case. You know, <laughs> I made these sounds, and I cannot suppress it. It's like uh, it's similar to having the hiccups. You feel that the hiccup is coming, but you cannot hold it back, except with some. Voodoo arts, basically, if you repeat some word in your head, you tend to forget that you have the hiccup and then it works. I don't know. It's not proven, but it doesn't yeah. work with Tourette's. But I am one of the lucky people who can suppress it. So it used to be like when I was dating a girl or when I had an interview for a job, for example, I can uh, pull it together and um, you pretty much don't notice it. But then I compensate when I'm at home. So... When I'm then at home and I have my space, I kind of have to let go of all the pressure. And uh, it's a bit stronger. And even more so when I'm nervous. Uh, it used to be, I actually noticed that myself because uh, when I moved here to Austria and my parents came for a visit or my siblings, I had it the whole week pretty strong. And I was always thinking like, hey, huh? I mean, I can hear it, you know, <laughs> I can hear it myself. So... But uh, then I realized, hey, okay, I'm nervous. Uh, that has something to do with it. And yeah, so that's how it is. And funny wow. story is how I found out I got Tourette syndrome. You guys are wondering, I suppose. Um, easy. I was at school. I did these sounds. Classmates were complaining they can't concentrate on the math exam when I do these sounds. Teacher called my parents. Parents brought me to a psychologist. They stared at me while I was playing. They were like, oh, he got the reds. <laughs> so, yeah, there is nothing you can do about it. There is uh, for guys that have it really strong. I mean, there's a couple of funny YouTube videos out there of like guys that actually have it really strong that have Tourette syndrome. One guy does like bird sounds like ooh, ooh, all the time. And yeah. one guy call, says like, can't, can't fuck, for example. So when they meet, they just... One does the bird, one does the fucking cunt. You know, it's kind of funny to watch, but it's yeah. poor guys. <laughs> yeah. So I have, a, I have kind of a question. That was a great explanation too, by the way. Very awesome. Um, uh, but I, I'm interested. So you say like you, when you were a young kid, they kind of, that they thought you had this. I'm not sure how young, but uh, so it's interesting because you don't know some of these, these cuss words, these curse words when you're younger, right? And you learn them as you get older. So I'm interested like, is it something that, like, as you pick up words, they become part of that Tourette verbatim, I guess? So even if I was to teach you a new word now that's worse than all of these words, would that somehow maybe get into the mix somehow? Um, that is a very good question, Sean. Um, <laughs> let me think. I mean, I remember, uh, first of all, uh, Tourette syndrome is uh, visible mostly from the age of five and six. Earlier, you don't see that. Um I remember not swearing when I was small, but I used to do like this with the head, like I shook forward a couple of times. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's like I was head banging. I was a hard rocker in my blood, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was always like super, yeah, you want some more? Yes, yes, of course. And that actually happened. Brings me to a story. Uh, we were at my uh, godfather and we used to have mashed potatoes and some meat and gravy, of course, which was super filling. And we had this strict good. rule. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just thinking of it right now, I was like, yeah, I should cook it again. Yeah, it's but basically, time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but basically, basically, what's that, what happened is uh, we had this strict rule that, like, uh, if you are given food, you have to eat it. If you take a second time, 
like no sorry first if you take a second time you have to eat it because why would you take a second time right so and i was there eating just finished was pretty full and my godfather asked me like hey do you want some more mashed potatoes and i did like that so he gave it to me i was like hey I didn't say yes and then i had to <laughs> eat it you know like i still remember this scene i was like wow i was so stuffed like a turkey there <laughs> crazy. oh boy Oh yeah, the nodding could just get you in trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, yep. Don't say yes to anything. <laughs> Jeez. So, I, I kind of want to ask Sean now. Sean, did you notice, like in the beginning, like when when I was like, "Hey, I know this guy. He's doing really good work with SEO and everything. He wants to be on a podcast. He's really good with social media because mm -hmm. Phil is posting a lot, you know." And that's mm -hmm. why I was like, kind of like shocked, and I kind of want to go into that a little bit, where it's like, what. Sean, what did you notice? Did you notice anything? And what was your, um, you know? Well, no. I mean, I, I was very surprised, honestly. And, and it's interesting because I, I, I ran into this with people time and time again, where when you have something that's like a language type of, I don't want to say disability, but when it's just a tweak with the language, those people, I feel like, focus on it more. So then you guys actually tend to speak more intelligently. So that's what's really funny is like, because you focus on when you're a kid, you're probably like, no, speak good, don't cuss. So you've like, You've like you have a really good muscle now. So actually, I was like really surprised because I was like, oh, feels like great at speaking. There wasn't like any weirdness in how he talked. So I, I feel like uh, I've had this a few times where people tell me like, oh, you know, I have a disability, right? And I'm like, what? No, like yeah. this is out of left field. But I think it's because you guys have this muscle that you're like really good at like speaking because you have to be, right? I think I think that it's not like that. I'm like choosing other words well maybe in the beginning like i just started this new job at my employee uh two months ago three months ago and of course in the first month i want to leave a good impression you know but this was actually the first time and i have to say just from this year actually since fitz told me like hey fucking ride the wave i was just telling them even at the interview like guys just that you know what's coming towards you i have fucking Tourette syndrome so i quickly like explained it to them like i might use a pretty strong words from time to time it's just who i am don't don't bother you know and i don't know i just feel great and what is definitely an advantage is when you have tourette syndrome uh us i call it the tourettes um i don't think it's an official term but yeah. <laughs> sounds like candy <laughs> yeah <laughs> or or uh fast and the furious dom toretto's friends right there are also tourettes oh, yeah <laughs> as i was thinking like what's his name dom toretto's like he definitely got Tourette's, yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so uh what they say is that people with Tourette syndrome are quite um creative they are very uh, uh how is it going outgoing but like speaking to people which is definitely not a problem that i have i have no pre problem to just like speak to guys in an elevator or on some event and my wife is always impressed. Like she's like, "You guy, you, I could just place you in any room, and you just chit chat with everybody." I mean, could That's be something awful. from from it could be something from Tourette syndrome, but I just ha I don't have this boundary. Often, you know, I just like break those barriers and I just go through and like I say stuff and also like that's why I think I'm good in marketing or like nicely placed in marketing because. Also, when when we have ideas and we have a brainstorm, you know, and suddenly it makes click and my head starts turning, you know, I have all these funky ideas, you know, like, let's do this, let's do this. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Let's jump out of a window or something, you know, like, I just go. It just oh, spins. Don't do that. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> with safety measures, of course, but, uh, you know, yeah. like for, for a cool reel or something. But I think that uh, people with Tourette syndrome, because they have these impulses, 
they uh, they just I think they are sometimes a little bit more free in their head uh, because they might not have and that's what I'm saying it's not like anyhow medicinal proven uh, that it's just you don't have these walls just in your head and whatever comes in is being processed and it's just being output which can be a cuss could be a curse word could be a sound or it could be a damn fucking great idea (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) also 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 they used to say that actually those guys at Tourette are good with like uh, instruments and music I am not I suck on that but (laughs) if you look at uh, if you look at Louis Capaldi for example or uh, Billie Eilish she also has Tourette syndrome and there yeah yeah, there's a fuckload of people with Tourette syndrome yeah yeah there is a lot of them, and I spot them on the on the place. You know, I see somebody doing a tick, and I was like, "Ah, it's one of mine." <laughs> <laughs> well, I, so I love what you said there, where you said that like um, that there, it's almost kind of your superpower in some cases. I, I think there's there's something I've been like telling myself a lot recently, just with coding and stuff, and that's get to a flow state. Right, flow state is kind of where there is no boundaries. You just keep moving, and you just keep moving. And I think it is the best brainstorms. Right, when you're when people are just throwing stuff out, like your idea of like, let's just jump out the window. Like, I, I love that kind of idea of just like, you know, <laughs> we, we're, we're talking about making a brochure. Well, let's talk about like lighting the brochure on fire and like doing this whole crazy thing. Like, I love that because I think that is the best marketing, right? That's the type of person right. you want in the room is the guy that's going to have the crackheaded idea because sometimes that's the best idea. Yeah, you know, you just got to put together all the crappy ideas and like pick the best ones out of it at, at some point. But uh yeah. Um, hey, look, if I always was thinking if I would find a magic genie or some ghost that uh, grants me three wishes or five wishes or even 10 or 20, like leaving to Red Syndrome is not among them. Mm-hmm. Because I think I think it has uh, it's so integrated into my personality that I am very sure that if I would lose the Tourette Syndrome, I wouldn't be the same. Yeah. And uh, it has it has its mishaps, but I don't know. I like it. It is who I am, and it's just one hundred percent me. I'm gonna wait. I'm quickly gonna close the window, so I think yeah, the no cars are coming coming home from work. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no yeah, worries. worries. Yeah. So with this being said, like I found um, his story was very powerful because um, I I don't know if I have to repeat the question when he comes back, but. Um, I think it's very interesting when you have social media in the mix and everything is video and audio based. And I feel like if I would have Tourette and I'm like 14, 12 or whatever years old and I'm like, I see everybody doing the videos and I cannot do the videos and because I'm feeling the pressure, you know, what would you say to that type of person or that the person in that position, you know, what are your encouraging words, you know, because maybe some people have it worse and some people have it less, but what is your, your, your words you want to give to that person? I mean, first of all, people can be assholes. Don't listen to them. Yeah. (laughs) And second of all, it gets better if you are 12 to 16, 17, 18, even, um, you know, when the mix of the hormones come in and you are in general, like your body's going uh, through a lot of changes in that age. Uh, actually, I just have to tell you, I have never spoken that openly about it. I mean, I really like it. So if anybody listens out there with Tourette syndrome, it gets better. It's just in the puberty. It's very strong. Just do it, whatever, man. I mean, sometimes I look at the video and I see when I'm blinking or when I have 
when I'm doing a reel and I let the camera roll for a while, you know, just kind of uh, having my edit afterwards, mm-hmm. I just see all the ticks that I don't really notice. So like when I'm thinking or when, I, when I'm reading something, I see what I'm actually doing with my facial expressions that then I can cut out, of course, because I say like one, two sentences and I can focus and then I can let it go for a quick second. You know, it's like that intervals. But yeah. if you got Tourette syndrome, if you have anything, just do it. You know, it's part of you. It's not going to leave you. It will not leave you. There are a couple of medication or treatments for people that have it strong. They give them THC drops that are pretty strong. So you're constantly high in your life. Yeah. But uh, funnily, it doesn't work with me. If I'm high as a kite, I even have it stronger. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> and then I see. Me too, actually. Me too, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, I think that's, that's great advice. I mean, um, and, you know, and what, and what I would say to everyone else out there is like, you don't need to have um, Tourette's or anything to. to to have these like kind of fears of like, what do I look like on camera? Things like that's so common. These things are so common. I mean, um, it's funny when I have to like make thumbnails for a podcast, right? And kind of a pro tip is to get like the perfect shot as you do the podcast in slow motion, right? So I put it in YouTube, we put it in slow motion. But then me and Fitz say, man, if you ever want to watch this podcast and really enjoy the quality, watch this podcast in quarter time. And <laughs> me and Fitz both sound like, we are just far beyond being stupid. It's like it's like the dumbest <laughs> speech ever. But but anyway, like you know. But even when I'm watching that, I'm just kind of thinking like, dang, you really do have these weird tics. You need to stop doing that and that that weird thing and and how you like make a point and then you take a drink of your coffee. Like, stop doing that, man. That's that's a weird thing to do. And so it's funny. It's I noticed totally that too. Common. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like that is like a thing where everybody can kind of relate to because, like, even if you have Tourette's or not, people hyper focus on themselves. You know, it's like when I film people as a videographer, you know, they are that, oh, my hair is not like there, you know, or this is not my side, or I said this word in a certain way. You mm-hmm. will be surprised people with no Tourette's who are just like really OCD. That they are usually the worst people with like being very specific you know they i don't like how i look there i don't like what i said there or i want to change this and then you change everything and then they don't like it again because something else is off so this is kind of like a thing where i'm like you know i don't care about how i look what i do because i'm just i need to get the thing done you know and i think it's the best mindset for a client or a professional to just get the work done and keep it at like a the you know quality standard that you can approve of but if it's like hair looks the words you choose don't even bother that, that's at least my opinion sure i mean people just don't care out there and especially in the world of social media that's what i always say you know like if you think your post is not good enough just post it anyway because it's such a fast living world, uh, especially, I don't know if you guys are on Twitter. Twitter oh, has yeah. such a high volume. <laughs> yeah, ex- oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's exhibit. Sorry, Elon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, I think I just got banned. I just got <laughs> shadow banned from X. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, basically, you know, just just do it, do your thing. And I once listened to a guy that said, like, quant- quantity leads to quality. That's always the case. And there's such a lot of shit out there. And my, when I when I look back to how I started, that's gross. I mean, I get an eye cancer looking at that stuff, you know. It's, <laughs> But I wouldn't have gotten to where I am right now if I hadn't had this process. 
and it's very very vital very important in your um yeah in where you're getting to and yeah why i'm telling you all that stories actually we were back to Tourette's, right i mean just you can edit everything if you think it's not perfect you are blinking you're doing a sound it's your it's your sign i think it's what actually makes you stand out in the mass out there if you have anything that's imperfect imperfectness always stands out if you're like everybody else yeah swim with the crowd that's what i say i think it's great i mean um so so one thing i i, I was wondering too so so i guess if you were to look back at your 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 creative career um and and i guess some of the struggles you had if there was any with with having Tourette's is there anything that you would like to you would like to see better i guess is there anything like if you could design the system better um for how do we get people with with things like Tourette's i mean we're talking asperger's lots of different things how do we get them to be creative so you know is there anything that you can think of that could get, help take that boundary down um no, I mean, well, I'm in general a very pragmatic, pragmatic person. So uh, whatever there is, it is like that. That's how I'm going to accept it. If I can change it, I change it. If I can't, then I just roll with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I am not so sure with the, like how it is to have Asperger's or mm -hmm. I know a little bit what it means to have an OCD because I do have that brings me to another story if i may just <laughs> tell you that i do also get stuck on like some certain small things which is like did i close my door so sometimes <laughs> i i used to live in the fourth floor and we didn't have an elevator of course so i went down you know and suddenly i was like oh did i lock the door of course i do i have it in my routine but i need to go up and check it if it's really closed then i like shake on the door and i shake really violently violently to just make sure because it could be that i didn't do it properly <laughs> And then it is not locked, never happened to me, but yeah. So I had this friend over, he is from Germany too. Fitz, sorry, you guys are just brutal sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> we are. So it's one of my best friends actually. So we went out for a bike ride. So we carried all the bicycle down and everything. And on the way down, he asked me twice, like, did you lock the door? Because he knows <laughs> I get <laughs> stuck on it. Yeah. <laughs> so he let me walk up four floors and just to check to come down yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a savage. So, yeah but look i make a lot of fun a lot of fun about myself that's important like that's definitely yeah. a message i would give out there like hey don't take yourself so serious people are people have even other issues you know i mean if you just have uh, again i don't know how it is to live with asperger's but doesn't the elon musk have asperger's i think he lasts a little bit right I think, Maybe. So. I think he does, right? Mm -hmm. I always He's like mix up. So talented, like it's yeah. kind of crazy. Like, but still, I think that like all these flaws, or that are like considered flaws in our society, don't necessarily have to be a flaw. I think it's kind of I call it like a glitch in the matrix that maybe opens some doors to you. It's like me. Also, when I get back to Sean talking about hyperfocus, that's like something I can do. I can crank out a work, twelve hours work in three to four hours. I put on my headphones, I get in there and the stuff just flies all over my desk, you know, and then I am kind of done and I go home. And uh, yeah, and I actually didn't know up until like a month or two ago that that actually also has to do with uh, Tourette syndrome. So that is, yeah, I mean, look, it comes with uh, disadvantages, also brings a lot of advantages. You just have to find them and utilize them. And uh, I think that's that's a key to just find your advantages out in this world as well as like how can you make yourself stand out with whatever 
as fit set with the cards that you are dealt with and uh yeah just keep strong oh yeah like every every bug's a feature right like so you know so for me you know um like i've talked in past podcasts that i have a hard time trying to um, get out and get out of my shell right but being in the shell can also be good right because then you're you know then you're getting a lot of work done and so so the thing that's like could be a bad thing is also the good thing so so I, yeah it's cool it's, it sounds like you're really starting to 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 master the Tourette's right how can I harness this this is a power exactly something that other people don't yeah. have it's very yeah, I mean, powerful if you, exactly and if you look at superman for example you know he's strong he can fly he has laser eyes and whatever without buying ethereum just to mention <laughs> he has the original laser eyes uh, but yeah also if he's getting close to kryptonite you know he just gets fucked and uh everything has a downside that's life yeah. so to all out there with their uh disadvantages you guys are superheroes <laughs> so i have something that's really interesting because and this is just me not really knowing so I think in Europe in general, I think um, curse words in general are just more okay, I think. Am I right in saying that? Because I feel like in America, we have a lot of, it's, it's very hard. In a lot of office settings, you would have to do a lot of apologizing and a lot of like, a lot of people would have to do explaining because people get so easily offended, I feel like, in I some wanna, environments here. I want to kind of talk about that because like when I came from Germany to America, so I have both worlds, you know, so I know how it is in Germany. I know how it is in America. When I came first to America, I was like using the F word a lot, like in every sense. I, I, go, I want to have a fucking taco. I want to have a fucking burrito. Let's get some fucking food. You know, it was like just F, 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 everything. I even had a shirt like uh the fuck them kids ain't right or something. I, I don't know. It was like a really cool shirt. And I, I got it in Germany, you know. And like in Germany, we're like, we get the, the American music uncensored, you know. And in America, everything is really, really censored. So I don't know if you have been to America, Phil, but it is different here. <laughs> I have just been in June, guys. So, oh. yeah, I know exactly how it is. Yeah, it's expensive, okay. by the way. <laughs> True. Well, it got well, terrible. How was I got it? Poor, Where... Yeah, don't ask me. I was, I can't, look, I mean, I'm honest, the US is not really my favorite country to go to because I like to see like different cultures and you are just a descendant of the Europe's, of the Europeans, yeah. you know, and uh, it's not so different except of whatchamacallit and what is it called? Uh, all these three musketeers and all these things that we don't have, those nice junk foods. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, in general, I just realized, well, I was in California, maybe California is a little bit different. We, like my wife and we, me, we got married in New Hampshire. Uh, I have seen a couple of other states as well and actually never really had the feeling like, damn, it's so fucking expensive. But then we went to California and we went somewhere in, well, it wasn't, oh, I cannot even tell you what it was called, somewhere around Monterey. Or was it in Monterey? I think it was in Monterey. And anyway, so... There, I paid for a regular portion of spaghetti. I paid $29. I was like, yeah. what? I'm in America here. I mean, it's not, you guys are not really known for like the best food, but I paid $29 for it. If I pay that in Vienna, I have to go to the most fucking best Italian restaurant <laughs> to pay even remotely that close that money for a portion of spaghetti. And it just totally shocked me, but maybe it's after COVID, you know, I think a lot of things changed and also like the immigrations in LAX landing. This was terrible. And, oh, 
Good story. My wife always knows when I go to the TSA agents, she was like, Phil, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, don't say a thing. They don't understand or care. It actually off. happened. We were in... I don't uh, deal with that today. In... You guys still there? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, you're also in California. So so, so in the U.S.'s defense, you did go to like one of the, the most expensive states in the U.S. So, um, oh, it is, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and tax wise, so, they pay so much taxes there; it's insane. Um, yeah, it should be cheaper when you pay that much taxes. You know, I mean, if I go to Dubai, yeah, well, okay, they pay no taxes and it's okay. Yeah, all right, never mind. I think you're right. <laughs> but what I wanted to say, what I want to say, brings me another story. Uh, we were in 2017. We flew to New Hampshire. We got married on the first of April. No joke. Yeah. And um, April Fool's Day. Yeah, April Fool's Day. And then, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah we had a blizzard. Hey, it was great. It was uh, we had a blizzard. We had like one and a half meters snow, and uh, we had a snow wedding outside under a sun umbrella. And just the two of us, we kind of eloped. Uh, but that's not the story. The fun story was we took like a three days honeymoon to down to Florida because why not? Right, Florida. Yeah, we were in. Yeah, there you we, go. <laughs> we we flew into Tampa. I think yeah, it was Tampa. Ooh, it is right around the corner here. Yeah, I know you're gonna say that. <laughs> if I had known you, I would have told you, but that's six years ago. So <laughs> anyway, so we were there and we got through the security check, you know, hand luggage checking and I had uh, juggling balls with me and somehow they popped up and they were like, Hey, excuse me, sir. Can I see your backpack? And I was standing there. I could, I didn't think. And I was just like, did you find my illegal firearms? And then she was like, do you want to make a joke about that? <laughs> and they were <laughs> And ever since, my wife is a bit like, ah, U.S. is not Phil's country. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it can be tough. Like, in the U.S., like, having law enforcement and whatever, and they're this, yeah, they're, they're very, okay, you got to respect me no matter what, and they sometimes don't take in consideration, like, okay, people have maybe Tourette's or, like, um, disabilities or whatever, and they just, yeah, ignore it and then just go on a power trip. What can be... Um, problematic to say the least. Yeah, and I cannot identify. You know, I don't have a card as an official member of the Tourette's International Association. You know, I mean, <laughs> there's no such thing. I mean, how am I going to prove them? You know, no, I wanted to actually found that or make a card. So every time I cuss at somebody, I can say like, "Hey, sorry, look, I'm a member here. I have Tourette's." So, <laughs> yeah. but hey, maybe business idea could be yeah. a next yeah. side hustle. <laughs> yeah, we next to, side you need kick. to make T-shirts. You need to design cool T-shirts that say like, "I actually have fucking Tourette's" or something. And like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was already thinking like, "I got Tourette's. You can't." <laughs> but that's also like the problem you know how you deal with this situation there's a lot of people because like that was my first um, reaction i'm like did he just make fun of people with tourette or he actually has tourette i'm confused that was my first uh, you know store uh, like thought when i saw your story and i feel like when you make a shirt like that and you wear it um, people would come in and be like, hey, he's making fun of those, you know? Um, so what is, like, your experience with that type of situation, you know? Like, um, because it's not identifiable as from the outside. So there will be people, like, saying, no, you don't have it or you have it. W how you deal with that and what's your well, on that? this situation I am very used to because that happens 99.9%. Okay. So, uh, I mean, it used to be like that when I... Uh, when I had a new job, I also used to play hockey, so I changed the teams from time to time, you know, and kids are brutal to each other. And 
every time I kind of tell them like, hey, guys, I have a Tourette syndrome, they're like, ha, 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 of course, no, that's just you. I mean, now I say like, yeah, fuck, it's me, but it's because I have Tourette syndrome, duh. But, you know, like back then you're a bit, uh, you get mocked a lot. People called me like, oh, he's the shaker and stuff. I mean, on the plus side in hockey, everybody has a tick. Everybody's nuts that plays hockey. Look at the goalkeepers. They are just the craziest fucking people I've ever seen. And you don't you don't really stand out there with having a Tourette's. Everybody's shaking their head, you know, or like this, like this, because you know, as a hockey player, they kiss the <laughs> boards quite issues. a lot, and I fall on the fall on the head or catch some pucks, you know. You're getting broken. You get crazy and nuts, and just you're a wreck. But yeah, that actually happens to me a lot. So if you actually approach me, Fitz, uh, when you approach me, that doesn't hurt me. It's just like, hey, how would you know? You know, like seriously, yeah. I I I get you and. Again, like when you watch movies in Hollywood or a series, Tourette's is always kind of a little bit made the way that it's being made fun of or yeah. not taken serious. Um, and that's the kind of path I took because I think I'm entitled to make fun about it. One of yeah. the only ones, except the other people with Tourette's syndrome. I just think like, hey, just make fun about it. You know, like yeah. people make fun about it. Just do it yourself. If you don't have it too strong, I mean, I don't want to offend anybody. There are people that have like shaking hands and they really need to get these drops because otherwise they cannot even pour a glass of milk because it will go all over the place, you know. Um, but I'm the lucky one who can just like talk openly about it. And uh, that's okay. If people say like, hey, what's up with your tics? You know, that's, that's initially, it was the ignition to me finding out why I, what I actually have or what's wrong with me. And kind of have to be maybe thankful because I could be here right now not knowing what I have and still doing these ticks and what am I going to explain, you know? Uh, getting together with my girlfriend and she's like, hey, you're making sound. I was like, I don't know why I do that. I just do them because it feels good. She's like, what? You pervert. You're moaning around <laughs> next to me, you know? Like, take your hand out of your pants, you know? Like, what? No, they are here. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just... Um, stuff just surfaces, you know, and people are just reflecting to how you behave. It reflects back to you. And I, I am not angry at anybody who approaches me like, hey, what's up with you? Or I like to explain it to them. It's okay. I just tell them yeah. they, they leave our uh, conversation with uh, better knowledge about that. They might go to life thinking like, hey, okay, maybe somebody else has a tick. Hmm, might be Tourette syndrome. That dude that I met with no hair actually explained it to me. Uh, that that's a condition. So, yeah. With that being said, okay. how how would you like to be treated? Like, what would you expect from other people? Because, like, on the one side, the 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 post that you made was like you could either misunderstood as very very dark humor, uh, or is like oh I have to read, and I was not sure what it is. And I'm like I like dark humor, but I'm also like trying to get respect to the people, you know. So so I wanted to understand the situation. That's why why we had the the um, the, the chat, you know. And obviously people don't know now what was going on, but basically that's why I reached out. And but how would you like to be treated? And would you would how should you be treated? You know, like how should you treat other people with Tourette? Do you just want it ignored, or you want it like okay? I want a hundred bucks from every one of them. <laughs> yeah that's a passive income there <laughs> i take that <laughs> yeah no i mean hey 
don't I don't like to be treated differently, you know, I mean, because why how else do I, you want to treat me, you know, like whatever you do does not have an impact on how my Tourette's is going. Uh, it's not like I, I am <clears throat> a war veteran, you know, where we maybe yeah. should go to the forest because he has backflashes or something, you know, I am a person like you and me, I just have my own little party in my head. <laughs> Oh, I do and too. We all do. <laughs> yeah. Sean's yeah. So you see, kinky. Sean's a kinky. <laughs> That's the vibes I get from him. Jeez, it's gonna out me like that. God. <laughs> That's God, bonus no, content. But... People have to pay for that content. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. That's behind the paywall. Okay. That that's on OnlyFans, yeah. <laughs> Follow me on OnlyFans. There, please, please join us on Fansly, OnlyFans, and wherever you get your your questionable creative podcast. <laughs> well, no, but uh, I mean, look, as I just mentioned, that you also uh, uh, you answered that you guys also have a party in your head. So, are we really that different? I don't think so. No. No, are not. no, not at all. I mean, we, we all grow up, you know, especially creative people in general, we all grow up kind of being different, right? And I think somewhere in our teenage years, I think we kind of get tired of people writing our story for us, right? I know that's how it was for me, right? I, I kind of got tired of, I'm just the weird kid. And where is he going to be? Where is he going to end up? Like, he's not really focused. He's not the greatest at sports, you know? And I feel like somewhere in my, te- at least in my teenage years, and I've talked to other people, it feels like it could be earlier or late teenage years that you kind of start to say, I'm going to take control of this. Like I'm going to start creating things. I'm going to start using my strengths. And so I have the same story, not with Tourette's, but with like, you know, for me, it was probably kind of my, my social anxiety, my ADHD that I had to kind of overcome as a young person before I I started to do things like meditation, things like that. Like way before that, I was also just all over the place doing weird stuff doing things that got me in trouble, you know, I have my own story. In middle school, I almost got expelled and arrested because, you know, I was joking in the front of the bus that the bus driver was going to blow up the bus and that he had a, a bomb. And I was like recording it on a friend's thing that he had just gotten just thinking, ha ha ha. And then a day passes and I, I remember get calling, getting called to the office and I'm walking out of the classroom and I see my dad walking in the parking lot, like, like parallel to me. And I'm like, huh, why are you here? And I like open the door. I'm like, why are you here, dad? He's like, I don't know. I, I got called here. I don't know go in the office, there's the police chief, two police officers, the principal, there's, there's like one chair in the middle of the room, all right, sit down, and I had to sit there and just listen to my, listen to the recording, and my, my dumb, 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 young middle school, just voice, just like, oh yeah, well yeah, we're gonna blow up the bus, there's, there's mass mayhem, people are dying, and just like going off, and just like, oh my god, so, so that kind of thing, you know, was me, you know, growing up of like having creative ideas, but not being able to solidify it in something that was like useful. It was just yeah. comedic and it was just crazy. And if you didn't get the joke too bad, you know, and this, this is yeah. kind of sad, though, because like um, there was like a viral story where somebody was like going onto the toilet and it's like, hey, get out of the toilet. I'm going to uh, blow it up, you know, and he basically police came and everything. And all you wanted to say is basically like he's taking a big dump, you know, and now I'm just imagining um, being like a kid with Tourette in America, um, the the land where you're supposed to be having like freedom of speech. But there's obviously like safety issues because like it's a little more extreme here where people are like oh somebody said it so it must be real and we gotta react because actually people are doing that type of shit you know and it's just like the conditions here for that type of scenario i cannot imagine you know because you will say the things you're not supposed to say because you know it's against the law and it could have consequences you know and 
Yeah, I I can't imagine what this is now right now because like we have social media everywhere and everything being sad like even this right now, you know it's probably in an algorithm looking for patterns and things being sad you know, was scary for people like that. But fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm always like too careful with what I say and why I say it, you know. And on the other side, I'm I'm just like, you know, I have always the worst case scenario in the back of my head. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, it's not easy being on social media nowadays and in general. Like, how is like your your situation with like, okay, I'm on social media. You, what should I post? What shouldn't I post? You have like worries about that type of stuff, or you just like, I gotta express myself. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, in the beginning, I started with not having a clue, but just like posting something, whatever. Uh, I mean, for me, social media usually was this unnecessary evil that you have to do. But once I got in, I was like, hey, this shit is pretty cool. It's like a video game. And then I got even deeper and deeper, did some courses, bought some stuff, you know, and like was learning how, like, how it actually works. And that's where actually with my SEO background, I came together. I was like, huh, it's the same in green, you know, building backlinks is doing collaborations or yeah. creating a post is blogging and all these things, writing a comment it used to be back in the days where you could uh, comment in on, on WordPress, each other's blogs, you know, it's the same thing. And <clears throat> that's actually how I got into, but actually just that solidified I used the word of Sean. I love that. It solidified a couple of months ago where I just realized, hey, I like to do social media. I like to do SEO. I'm just going to start calling it the organic marketing way because, yeah, well, there is organic marketing. but And that's what I started to be doing because I don't think a lot or don't have a high opinion on paid advertisement because what is happening, everybody has an ad blocker. Everybody already figures out this is an ad and scrolls further or like skips it, whatever. So that's where I got into it. And so the more I, I kind of like see the connections there, I mean, I don't know, somehow the content just comes pretty natural because I just want to make everybody aware that just be human out there. And also SEO, like sometimes I talk to these SEO agencies and that just make this fucking science out of it. They sent me seven, eight Google Sheets with here is our SEO cockpit and this is 500,000 keywords with that and that search intent. And disclaimer, that search uh, that uh, search volume is also not an accurate science. Like if there's written 210 people looking for that, like which month was that? You know, like it could be, yeah, I mean, based on what? So I just, side story, we used to have an intern in the whole July. He was 16. He had no idea of marketing, but he wanted to have like, uh, he wanted to get some, yeah, an internship in marketing. And I was like, you are coming in here as a kid. You're leaving as a man. I told him. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to this kid? <laughs> Everything. Wow. 12, 12 hours of work. Here you go. Boy. No, 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 no. No, but like what, what I explained to him was pretty much like, look, my heart beats for SEO. Right now, I don't know where SEO is developing, but as long as you're be being human and you do whatever a human being is doing to get connections, you do everything right. And he's like, how do you mean that? I was like, look, people talk about backlinks. People talk about high authority content. People talk about 
keywords and on-page SEO, technical SEO, and so on, you know, <clears throat> yes, there are all these jargons and terms. That's what I always say, like, don't get confused by that. But what is happening is like, imagine you are entering a bar. Every person in there is a website or a company or a social media profile. I go there, everybody's chattering, bah, 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 bah. like Sims, you know, like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I hear something, it might be a keyword. And I get there, I listen to his content, what he has to say about that. What do I do? Naturally, I show them my authority. I tell him like, oh yeah, this sports game yesterday, damn, that was crazy. And he listens to me and then he gets to maybe know me. And that's what we call a backlink. And if that person is famous, for example, maybe he's the mayor of the town, you know, that's a high authority backlink because you're hanging out with the cool kids. The cool kids point on you. It's like, hey. Phil, I remember you. You had these very dark humor jokes or you're the guy with Tourette syndrome, you know, but you are known. So there's this connection. It's basically, it's, oh, it's the same. It's just human behavior put down in some technical terms. And I mean, now we can like discuss what is technical SEO. I would say it's just like how you are dressing or like how fast you get there with your car, whatever. And on-page SEO might be maybe the choice of words that you use. Maybe don't swear because you attract the wrong clients. Then we are again. And so it's just be human, interact with people, just take it as a natural thing. And then you can start become technical and get in all the, the nitty gritty, you know, but yeah. So it ended up me creating a course where I'm just like trying to uh, convey that to people that like, hey, look, SEO, social media, it's all in the same bucket. You can, they have some specifics, yes, but the general kind of uh, mechanism are very similar, if not the same. And if you understand like one, that. You understand the other one, yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. That's awesome. I mean, because um, I've used organic, and I think we all use that in our kind of our verbiage, right? Um, because I, I think any campaign I've ever done, any marketing campaign, the the, the more organic signups, the better, right? So I mean, so I love that yeah. idea of like, because I know when I talk about <laughs> SEO to, to to my website, kind of clients is is that yeah, we can have lots of backlinks, but but you have to have the context, right? Um, if you get a bunch of people clicking a link to your site and it's not what they need, then you're gonna get a lot of people that bounce and your bounce rate's gonna go through the roof and it actually hurts your SEO. Yeah. So it's exactly. like, so you have to have context. I think that's what you're kind of talking about, your technical versus on-page. I think the on-page, it's give me that context, the why, the value right. of that backlink. Right, right, I, I think, exactly. I think, yeah, I also think like your your explanation is really good with like, you know, simplifying everything onto a human level because like, you know, it's like with the backlinks, it's like, oh, that person talks about this and this and this and this and about nothing really, you know, so I don't really want to talk to this person because he's not really about the, the specific thing. He's just pointing to a bunch of random shit. So it's like. I like the, the simplifying of things, and that is very powerful. But can you go a little bit into like, okay, you made a course. What is that course? And talk about the journey of building a course. Is it your first course? And promote it, kind of, and yeah. explain it. Yeah, all right. Um, well, it's still in edit. I just shot it two weeks ago, and it took me 12 hours to shoot it. And I started at... I don't know, two o'clock in the afternoon and I ended up at two o'clock in the, in the morning. And I was just like, ah, I cannot even talk anymore. I did so many mistakes. I was like, this gonna, this gonna look terrible tomorrow. But I think it was very authentic. This is just how I would explain it to you. And that intern actually, I mean, I started with the outline before he came, but then I was like, Hey, he's coming. He's going to be my guinea pig. You know, I go through all the stuff, all the chapters and yeah. I see if he understands it. 
And he did. So he got actually the free version, more or less. I mean, it was not shot and it was not like written down as like course material. But yeah, yeah. it was my first. It was my first course. And funny is, I actually got on the idea when I was on Twitter. Yeah. And the guy that is actually making money with courses approached me that I can get into his beta testing stage of a course about building a course. It's kind yeah. of an Inception style. <laughs> but I was like. 350 bucks, like, hey, sure, I'm going to get it because I don't see it necessarily as me knowing how to make a course and make money. That's not my ultimate goal, actually. But uh, I get to learn a lot of new uh, sales techniques. You know, how are you going to market that? So for me, there is the learning in there. So to just get inspired, how people or like, what's their funnel? How do they go through it? And like, what are all the stages to do until you technically have a conversion and what is happening afterwards? It's just for me, a learning how to, it's just a marketing learning for me. But then I was like, hmm, what could I write about? And it was like very engaging, like, yeah, whatever your heart burns for, you know, because that's where you are authentic. And it was like, okay, great. So it would be hmm, SEO. And I was writing down some stuff. Of course, I had some other courses about, about SEO that I was thinking like, okay, what's their structure? You know, never reinvent the wheel. That's marketing. <laughs> not saying copy, but hey, why not get still like an artist, right? That's that's what I, Sean would know it. He's an artist. So there we go. I <laughs> <laughs> But like an artist, right? <laughs> I'm starting an SEO course too now, actually. <laughs> really? Actually, can you send me the PDF? <laughs> okay, wait. There's a sticker on it. <laughs> you come back, I'm bald, and I have to yeah. <laughs> Doing the tour ethics, right? <laughs> Yeah. Yes, like I'm Phil. Hey guys, you did this. I did this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just buy so, a PDF from this yeah. book. No, I mean it was great. So I actually went through. I always have this imposter syndrome kind of feeling. You know, I don't know shit. Um, yeah. But then I actually went through it and I wrote a couple of stuff together. There was some areas where I actually needed to get some knowledge. So I actually learned. I learned SEO from the beginning to the end. Again, so I just re recapitulated it and wrote it down in a way that I would understand and I would like to be to have been taught SEO because again, a lot of SEOs come with a developer's background and they are not exactly the best people to explain something to a human being. So it gets very quickly, very technical without any background, why the things are the way that you have to do it. It's just the way they want it to be done. And then they come with Google Sheets and they come with analytics and Google Dashboard. And I just like, why is what? Uh, whatever, I just do it, you know, <clears throat> but step by step. And yeah, then I realized at some point as well, because parallel to it, I did a course on also Instagram, <clears throat> Instagram marketing, as well as because I built up Twitter uh, in the beginning of this year. I saw so many similarities, how it works. And I wanted to actually give that together, this combined knowledge, you know, to just, I mean, I call it at the moment, cut the crap SEO, the no bullshit yeah. course. Um, but I like that. It has, it has, thank you. It's uh, my cursing as well. <laughs> <laughs> Two curse it. words. <laughs> Get away but, uh, <clears throat> but I wrote no BS. So it's, uh, it's kind of one and a half curses. People would know it, you know, insiders. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, basically... I really liked how I put this together. And if you if you if you believe it or not, during the time I actually uh, created this course, I found my niche, and oh. this is what I'm doing right now. Because I was like, hey, I know actually quite a lot about 
these two segments, how can I combine them and just talk about it? Because I, again, there's a lot of SEO people out there that do posts about it and they always come up with the same stuff. Yeah, I also repeat myself because this is just what you do. But I want to bring in like a different angle. Whereas I already started to bring up like the comparison SEO to social media, what I just explained it to you, to just like understand it a little bit easier. And it would be an easy start for you to actually go through it. And you would definitely understand how the world in marketing especially works because my intern got it and he was totally pumped and uh, i was like hey look this is all you gotta know and if you wanna if you look at it on a different scale i call it's all a video game you can start build up your house get your resources or you do it like now in-game purchases you know buy your coins pay to win that's google ads boom you have your traffic but is it the right one and if you don't have the money anymore you stand still but if you actually still buy and you have your resources organically then you're always gonna have you're always gonna be in the library of google you know so yeah mm. <laughs> yeah don't overcomplicate it so so um what uh what level would you say this course is for then would you say it's kind of for your younger newer marketing people that are just barely familiar with seo or is this kind of more for someone that knows seo but is going to go to the next level with it I would say I would say it's definitely for a small uh, small business, like uh, businesses and uh, solopreneurs. I would say that need some kind of a hold on what should I do, because I remember it is pretty intimidating if you get into marketing and there's so many different kind of ways and everybody sells you this, everybody sells you that, you know, and this is the only way. Basically, it's all the same ways. They just have a different approach like mine like me you know like my course my approach might be exactly the same like another dude in another town will tell you or a girl or whatever genders out there are i want to include them all but it's <laughs> yeah, complicated <laughs> yeah this is an american podcast we have a lot of genders gotta... exactly i talk to all of you there yeah <laughs> and uh, all no. your money <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. I think I think if you listen to my to my uh, edits, you can see also like, is it now he, is it her? Because I use him often. I'm always saying like, I mean, all of you there. <laughs> so, yeah. So basically, <clears throat> I just think that with my personality and like the the way I see things, there might be people that have a similar approach to it. Um, they will identify with it. I don't want to reach everybody, but there might be a couple of people like me that start into this game. And they just don't know where to start. That's where I was. And I would like to help this little Philip <clears throat> who is out there pretty overwhelmed with everything and just getting a head start. And I mean, like, yeah, if you have some SEO knowledge, maybe I can teach you something new, you know, maybe you are not on the, you don't really have uh, social media on the radar. And once you realize like, hey, this is exactly the same, then just copy paste it and roll with it. So, so where's the powerful. easiest place to find this course, though? I just I just want to quickly, for anyone out there, because I'm sure I would be watching this, be like, okay, so where do I get this course? Where, where do I find this? Yeah. Uh, currently, it's in the making, but I have a couple of, uh, couple of resources out there, like how to make a killer content. And I have like a couple of, uh, it's basically an SOP that I put together, how to make keyword research. I have a couple of videos. I put it all together in Notion because my whole life is in Notion. I hope Notion is not pulling out my data. Otherwise, they know what I write into my diary. Dear diary, today I have... <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I kept it very simple and I did not think I could 
build a course in Notion until I saw this guy's Notion, uh, mm. uh, this guy's course in Notion. So I was like, hey, this is perfect, you know. Forget what is it, Teachify or Teachable and Elopage and all these things, you know, they cost a lot of money and also like you kind of need to figure out how this works and I didn't have the time. I just was like, yeah. I'm gonna, gonna roll this camera, I'm gonna I downloaded some screen share tool for Mac, it's pretty nice. I bought these 90 euros, it's like, hey, cool guy, startup, here, get my money, give me your software. And I just, it's pretty straightforward. And yeah, once it's done, it's going to be on Gumroad. I have a couple of resources on Gumroad already. You can find it on Phil THBP, but I think I will check again. I am actually yeah. daily on Gumroad because a couple of people are downloading some free stuff at the moment. And also you can sign up for me a newsletter, which I have already 54 people on the list. Oh, I <laughs> <killed> the game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it all goes back, Organic. you know, having that social media and like if they follow you on Instagram, whatever, and you make content, they will see the course when it's ready. You know, that makes. Oh, yeah. Or I'm already shilling it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Be besides that, like, I, I think this was a banger podcast so far. Um, Sean, any questions? Closing questions? Um, not really. I mean, um, is there anything you want to plug at all? So, I mean, is there anything, um, I guess just push people to your Instagram, I guess. Um, and obviously send me any links that you have, if you want to, to show people for everyone out there. Um, I've been, I've been kind of lurking in Phil's Instagram in the background and watching some of his content and, um, it's good stuff, man. I think, um, I, yeah, I just want to compliment, like, you know, I love the, the no BS approach to SEO, right? Because I have been in the rooms with the SEO expert and let me show you on this long spreadsheet here. If you look over there, it's like, you're, you're right in terms of like, how do you get to a small business owner? How do you get to the barbershop owner or the guy that just like repairs cars? How do you explain SEO to that guy? Because he doesn't want to see the spreadsheet. No, he, wants he doesn't even know what a spreadsheet is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And he doesn't want to hear all the verbiage and terminology. So, so yeah, so I love that idea, right? Let's make SEO, let's democratize SEO. So, yeah, I just want to compliment you on that. And for everyone out there, definitely go follow Phil. Um, we're going to have the link in the description of his Instagram. Follow him. Super awesome. Yeah. Yeah, with, with that being said, I think that was a banger podcast. So um, I think so this, too, yeah. Yeah, on this way... Thank you, Phil, for being on the podcast, the Infinite Creative Podcast for freelancers, creatives, and all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> and people with Tourette's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, give us a Tourette send-off, all right? Go, go ahead, Phil. Send us off a Tourette. Yeah, you got to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, have a good fucking day, everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck I'm it. Out. <laughs> <laughs>